1: Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests and I'm glad you're here. Today we'll be talking about how to deepen our knowledge of crystals, gemstones and rocks and how to learn to put their power to work For us, Margaret Ann Lembo is here to share tools to help us use crystal work for manifestation and higher consciousness and to take the next steps in your personal practice with crystals. Are you ready to meet her? Margaret Ann Lembo is an author, spiritual entrepreneur, aromatherapist, and the owner of the Crystal Garden Conscious Living Store in Southeast Florida. She's written many books, created five oracle decks, and a line of aroma energetic sprays. Her newest book is Crystals Beyond Beginners, Awaken Your Consciousness with Precious Gifts from the Earth. She is dedicated to helping people focus on mindfulness and positive thought using crystals, color, aromatherapy, and affirmations. You can find out more about Margaret Ann and her work at margaretanlembo.com. Margaret, welcome to Out of the Fog.
0: Oh, Karen, thank you so much for having
1: me. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Let's start with that. That book is about awakening your consciousness with the gifts of the earth. What does it mean to awaken consciousness?
0: Well, awakening consciousness, to me, has everything to do with this Word that everybody's been saying a lot lately, at least in my world they do, mindfulness, being conscious of what you're thinking, what is going on in our minds at any given point in time, and also being very aware and awakened in how we are with others on a physical level, emotional level, mental level, spiritually connected. And so awakening our consciousness is being mindful, is being right here right now and knowing what you're doing and and not being oblivious if you want to say it the other way it's not being oblivious you know it's like activated situational awareness
1: and so that's very freeing but it can also there's responsibility that comes with that and at least in my understanding of using things like crystals that's is that one of the ways that using tools to help with awakening consciousness, can it help us be more clear about our responsibility in that freedom?
0: I, well, I believe so. Yes, I do. I feel like when we work with gemstones or crystals, when I say work with, when we have them on us, like right now I'm wearing a kyanite bracelet. And so this is to help me stay aligned and focused and be present in the moment. But I could also wear the kyanite bracelet in another way, which is because I want to be a good communicator, express myself well. So the, it's not like a, the gemstone just automatically takes care of everything. It, it's up to us. We, we, we're very much responsible for everything that we do and say and feel. And so I'm not even sure I'm really answering your question. I kind of went down my own little road there. (laughs) Basically utilizing the response, utilizing that as a tool, if we're responsible, responsibility, yeah, the minute we become conscious of how we are with other people, then we, once you wake, wake up, you don't have a choice but then to pay attention in the future. And then you can't go back to putting the, uh, I'll say for the sake of this conversation, putting the fog back over your eyes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and I think, and, and, these, and these tools can be reminders also of our of our own of our own power we set intention we make plans right you wear that bracelet bracelet as a reminder to be in alignment we need I think as incarnated beings we need reminders to keep us on track and and as I see it that's part of the power of these tools
0: exactly that's exactly how I utilize them and and that's what I recommend to people when they they say oh I want to I want a gemstone that's going to help me get a new boyfriend it's like well let's talk about that a little bit more (laughs) because a rock isn't going to automatically attract a significant other. But in fact, it can help us uncover, help us decide what qualities maybe we would want to have involved in that relationship and also decide what patterns we don't want to repeat. And we can utilize gemstones as a tool, as an adjunct tool. And it is a reminder. You pinned it exactly the way I like to look at working with gemstones. They're reminders to bring our attention back on what we do want versus what we don't want.
1: So what is the difference between a crystal and a rock and a gemstone? Mm,
0: you know, I'm sure there is a specific difference and I can't remember it exactly now. Cause if you look it up from a geological standpoint, but when I use the term crystals, minerals, stones, rocks, gemstones, gems, all of those, I mean, I utilize them interchangeably. So it's a, a, it's a piece of the earth that's been mined and brought out of the earth and utilized in our world, in the world that I live in, as a tool for awakening consciousness. So I, just, I use them all interchangeably. I love that
1: because it sets me free to choose what I want instead of feeling like I have to choose exactly the right thing from a certain narrow category in a certain kind of way. When you open it mm-hmm. up like that, is this, a, is this a gift that comes from the earth that's been mined and then brought to my attention so that I can choose now at that kind of opens things up for me. So I like that definition. That mm-hmm. non-geological. I like that you didn't have to look that up in a book.
0: <laughs> well, it is in I think it's in my first book, but can I remember that? No, because I'm not a geologist, I'm a metaphysician, you know. And so I look at it more, you know, because I use, I consider amber a gemstone, but amber is a fossil. It's actually fossilized pine resin. So there's just, you know, I just like to use that, all those words interchangeably. Yes, it is freeing. I agree with you.
1: (laughs) So how do we choose? Let's say somebody's listening to this and thinking, oh, I can go now and I'm going to go and choose. How do I, how do I go to my crystal store or my metaphysical store or wherever it is that I'm going? How do I align myself with the stone that's speaking to me? How do I choose?
0: And that is a favorite question, you know, every one of my customers seems like because I'm also a, I also sell gemstones, I guess I should preface that. That's what I also do as part of my life. So as that is an example and that's a lot my customers taught me. They come into my store and they say, "What what rock should I get for XYZ or what stone should I use?" And and I always say, even though I've written a lot of books on this subject and you can look it up in my book and I can Show you a page in my book because I have quite a few books on exactly that. I still recommend that people walk think about what is they're trying to achieve what are they what is their intention and just look to see what you're being naturally drawn to so uh, somebody asked me like the relationship question that the general answer might be a pink or a green stone because that's a heart chakra stone but it, maybe they what they really need is something that's more to do with self confidence and self esteem like citrine or golden calcite or maybe they need to learn how to be a better at a communicating the, and and expressing themselves, or being a better listener. And then a pastel blue gemstone would be beneficial, like angelite or um, even aquamarine. You know, they, these various tools to and, the, and each one of these, as you may have already noticed, relate to the chakra system.
1: Mm. And there's a what you're speaking into there is almost like asking your customer who comes into the store or a client who comes for reading, asking them to use their own intuition. What, right. What feels right to you to me, things like stones and crystals, they're alive. And so the, Mm -hmm. what the living part of that calls to the living part of you, which is our intuition, our divine connection. And if you can quiet down and listen for that, that, conversation that little call then you know which one is right for you so even if i pick the i don't know the one that you would usually use for soccer players but i feel drawn to it because i'm going to use it for i don't know clear complexion um Mm -hmm. i'm choosing it from that place of intuition the living part of the stone speaks to that part of me that's most alive Mm -hmm.
0: yes and you know like in fact that's how the gemstone oracle you know you know most of my decks are about being a gemstone oracle, that's how this all evolved As people were naturally drawn to what they needed. And they, then I would say, oh, that makes sense. This is for this. That is for that. You know, the reason you might have picked this is for this reason. And they initially thought, oh, man, you're so psychic, Margaret. And it's like, well, everybody's intuitive. Yes. But the gemstones told me the story. And that's when I realized, ah, These are tools for us even to get to know ourselves better. That's how I like to look at it, too. It's like you get to realize, oh, if I'm being drawn to this um, cola, well, maybe I'm being uh, maybe it's because I'm agitated and I need to calm down. Or maybe there's some expression that I need to, you know, something I need to express that I need to get out of my system. So we get to it's like a tool for also uncovering and therefore awakening consciousness.
1: So I have your Crystal Intentions Oracle, and I drew a card before the interview just to kind of get some guidance oh. for myself. And the one I chose is Orbicular Jasper. Now, this—if you guys don't have this deck, go and check it out. The photography is beautiful, and this is um, these are cards with a, a photograph of the card or the crystal on one side. Then there's a short affirmation, and then when you flip it to the other side, there's a little bit more to talk about, like the 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 guidance that goes around the that goes around the card. So the one I chose was orbicular jasper it says my life glides forward with ease i am mindful i think and act with positive energy can you say a little bit about using affirmations and using setting intentions whether we're using one of your oracle decks or we're using stones and how that helps with manifestation
0: Absolutely. I mean, that this is exactly what I do and believe and and portray constantly. So, so choosing um, a, a positive thought form has been something that I personally have integrated into my life at a very young age. I was very blessed to have that as part of a normal part of my life. And so what happens when we think good thoughts and say things in a positive way We naturally are drawing things to us based on what we say, because first of all, everything is energy and all energy has a vibration. This vibration is being emanated, is being radiated out goes in a a circular direction, which means that it's coming right back at you. (laughs) And therefore the expression, what goes around comes around. And then in that, you know, if that's how we attract it, in fact, that is the law of attraction is whatever you send out there, whatever you put your attention on, whatever you focus on, And ardently work toward you. You just don't like sitting in your armchair and go, oh, I think I'll have a car, you know, and you think (laughs) it's going to just show up at your front door, you know, (laughs) but it really does make a difference. You know, if we sit out on on any given day and say today, I'm going to be, I'm grateful in advance for the people that are so kind and loving and easy to, uh, you know, integrate and connect with then that's more than likely what's going to happen. But if we start our day with a different thought form, like everybody's so cranky, oh my goodness, this is, you know, and we're whining, mm-hmm. then that's what we're going to see all day long. And then you can't blame it on anybody else because that's, it's our thought.
1: Did I answer your question? You did. And I'm wondering how, let's say, even before I leave the house for the day, is there something I can do with my crystals or with my stones to help me intensify those intentions? Yes.
0: Yeah. So so I, I think you can incorporate it in a sense. I like to look at it as incorporating it with a gratitude practice. So you can either put your crystals, you know, if you have... Tumbled stones or pieces of crystals uh, and gemstones that you keep on your desk or on your nightstand or on your window. Sill. you can just decide, decide to take a few of them with you. Uh, us women, we like to put them in our bras, <laughs> but you could keep them in a pocket. You can decide that you're going to carry it in your purse and then put it out on your desk and then but have a matching intention. So right now, I happen to be sitting at a table in the angel room at my store. And I have all these crystals here in front of me, uh, because we just finished recording a Facebook Live. And so I could say, okay, let me pick a stone while I'm p- attracted to this fluoride. So let's say I take this fluoride and I say, okay, I'm going to put this in my pocket for the day, because I have a lot of work to accomplish today. I have to stay focused, I have to work on numbers. This fluoride is also associated with, creative intelligence and divine intelligence and inner genius within. So the combination of what the stone is known for, as well as your intention. And then every time you look at it, every time you focus on it, every time you uh, rub it, let's say, you know, put it in your hand, hold it, then you're bringing your awareness back to what you do want instead of what you don't want
1: beautiful way to bring that into practice you're listening to out of the fog with karen hager my guest is margaret ann lembo her new book is crystals beyond beginners awaken your consciousness with precious gifts from the earth and you can find out more about margaret ann and her work at margaretannlembo.com that's margaret ann l-e-m-b-o dot com so one of the things that I enjoyed about this new book, Crystals Beyond Beginners, there's a section at the back, like a big section at the back with crystals for a astro- different astrological signs and for numerology. Can you say, I just went to town in that section. Can, can you say a little bit about that?
0: Oh, I'm so glad that you like that section. I also okay. like the section right before it too, which is the, um, the ones that have to do with the um, per- careers and professions. But yeah. yes, so, so with you know when you think of like i' I'm, a, I'm an amateur astrologer. I'm not you know a professional astrologer by any stretch of the, you know your, the imagination. But because I've studied it for so long, and I think in gemstones, like it's my consciousness, I realized there's energy and vibration with each one of the zodiac signs and also with each of the planetary associations typically associated with it. Therefore, it would make sense that there are multiple stones that are associated with each particular sign. So for for example, like a perfect example, I just opened to page 178, chapter 8, ammonite fossils. So those are spiral-shaped ram horn calcite fossilized shells. So when you think about the sign of Aries, which is traditionally associated with the ram, of course, this would make a perfect example for ramming ahead, moving forward, exactly like an Aries does on its initial thing is to just, just move forward just to get started, get things going. And so on. And I could go on and on. Obviously, I have in this chapter <laughs> about this. And then, and then likewise, also, when we get to the numerology standpoint, again, not a professional numerology, n- numerologist, but I, I studied it over the years uh, quite a bit. And I look at numbers as part of everyday life. And so if we look at these also associated with the houses in astrology, two, you know, using that as well, then you can associate gemstones that would make sense that would be logical. So like, let's say the number four, the number four, if you want a pick a stone would be andulocyte, or also known as chasteolite, which is that stone that the way that it when it's tumbled and you can or it has a cross section, you can see a, the four directions, like it has like a cross in the middle of it, which is four pieces. So of course that makes sense that that's symbolic of the number four and earth centered consciousness. (sighs) So again, I could keep going, but I think that that gets the gist of it.
1: Yes. Yeah no and it's 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 fascinating because it's kind of to me this is sort of about how everything everything comes together things that might feel like they're from dis- different disciplines different modalities different ways of connecting we can use crystals or stones or gemstones to to sort of bring them all together in the way that's most meaningful for us the incarnated person who's having the experience of working with them so that's very cool um, now I know that you also created a lined Line of aroma energetic mists. What what is that? You can't be spraying little pieces of stones on people because that would be mean. So no. so what is this?
0: Okay, so so first of all, I'm, I'm, I consider myself like an evolutionary aromatherapist, an aromatherapist that helps people awaken consciousness, and so utilizing various essential oils. I, in addition to making an aromatherapy blend, I realized because of my love of vibrational medicine that working with not only gemstones, but even holy waters that I've collected over the years, many years, and um, not knowing I was going to use it for this purpose, by the way, and also even box flower essences that we can combine energetic vibrations to be sprayed on and around us to activate sh- and shift our consciousness, to help us to shift our awareness. So I, I, I realized this by utilizing flower essences for many years to overcome challenging situations in life. And then I realized, well, why not put crystals in water? I add, uh, so let's say this is how you make a crystal infused essence. Uh, This is not to drink, by the way, there's no drinking water with rocks in them. That's I'm very clear on that because there's too many minerals that are actually could be poisonous to us. There's no reason to drink our stones. (laughs) Um, But if you get a jar, let's say a good old fashioned ball jar or, you know, cleaned out peanut butter jar that went through the dishwasher and you fill it with you know, three quarters of the way with water and then pick the gemstones that are for the intended purpose. So let's say you want to have an elixir that has to do with uh, adding more love and kindness and compassion in your life. So then probably the pink and green stones. I'll be very general here. Just pink and green rocks. Put them into the water. Add a little bit of, um, I always add Everclear or, you know, 151 alcohol, high, mm. high grain alcohol, and that stabilizes it. But then to that, I also add holy water and flower essences that are also in alignment with the same intentions. Then that mixture, you know, d- that potentiates, you don't have to use a lot of it. You take a, about a milliliter or, you know, a tablespoon or teaspoon and add it to an aromatherapy blend. And then, you know, before you use it each time, you give it a good shake because uh, you're going to have also water in that blend. And then spray it around you, again, with consciousness, holding the intention of why you're spraying it. And then adding to it are all these energies, all these vibrations of aromatherapy, gemstones, and other vibrational tools.
1: Wow. So a powerful kind of blended way putting all of this together. Oh my gosh. It
0: really is wonderful. The line keeps growing because I keep getting very strong inspirations and they have to do it. So there's always new, uh, you know, formulas being added to the, to the line here at the crystal garden.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. So now I know we're almost out of time. Would you tell the listeners how they can find you, how they can find the books? This is not just about this one book. You've got a ton of books. You've got decks. You've got, oh my gosh, you have everything. Can you tell them how to find you?
0: Well, of course, like you've already mentioned, uh, please go to com. That's a great way. And if you want, visit, take a look at my site at The Crystal Garden, my store of 31 years. I opened it in August of 1988. Wow. And um, so thecrystalgarden.com. And I'm uh, pretty active on Facebook. I have a Margaret Ann Lembo's book club and I do Free Facebook Live events. In fact, next week we're starting on Monday. We're going to be doing a Crystals Beyond Beginners book club, where every other week we're going to do, we're going to discuss a different chapter. And so, please uh, join that book club online and I'm on Instagram. And so there's all different ways to find me or come to South Florida and come to the crystal garden. You can meet me in person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll be right over. Put the kettle on. I'll be, I'll be right there. Um, <laughs> I will do uh, kettle's on. <laughs>
1: What's the thing you would most want readers to take from this book or most want listeners to take mm. from this conversation?
0: mm. Uh, really, if from anything that for everything and anything, whether it's this book or just me in general, I would say is to remember your true nature, which is love. And to the more we focus on the love that we are, the happier that we are individually, and the more potential there is for us to have peace on earth. And if it's not the whole planet at one time, which that would be so wonderful, at least in our own personal world.
1: That is beautiful. Margaret Ann, thank you so much for being on the show. It was really fun to talk with you.
0: No, oh, thank you. You've been a great hostess with the mostest. Very nice. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's
1: Margaret Ann Lembo. Her newest book is Crystals Beyond Beginners. Awaken your consciousness with precious gifts from the earth. And you can find out more about Margaret Ann and her work, all the decks. There's CDs and there's all kinds of stuff over there at MargaretAnnLembo.com. That's Margaret Ann, A-N-N, Lembo, L-E-M-B-O.com, MargaretAnnLembo.com. And of course, you're always welcome over at karenhager.com that's a great place to find about out out about upcoming classes and events find out what's coming up on the radio show and you can even book a private intuitive session with me if you are so inclined that's all at karenhager.com and if you believe as i do that we come from love we return to love and while we are here in this place in these bodies it is our sacred responsibility and right To use that love to change the vibration of the planet, to awaken the consciousness of the people who we're with, I invite you to check out openpeacefulheart.com. On that website, you'll find information about a free 15-minute guided meditation that happens the first Sunday of every month, where we come together for 15 minutes, people from around the world. There's no selling, no yelling, just 15 minutes of guided meditation in focus on peace in our hearts and peace in the world. That's openpeacefulheart.com. And thank you for listening today. Together, we are spreading a little more light in the world. And a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace.